Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about ways to prevent burnout. And this is something that's very common out there in any industry, but in pool service in particular, you can get burned out pretty quickly if you do things incorrectly. So I'm going to go over some ways to prevent burning out out in the field or doing pool service. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. And this may sound like one of those duh kind of comments, but the best way to actually prevent burnout is not to overdo it out there, not to overwork. And sometimes this is hard to do when you're building up your pool route. It's understandable. You're taking every job possible and you're going out there and working as much as you can. And so you're going to be working a schedule that probably isn't a 40-hour work week. You're probably working more, going out there on Saturdays, sometimes on Sundays to do bids because you're out there aggressively trying to get accounts and trying to build up your business. That's understandable. However, after you reach that point where you're actually established, sometimes a lot of people don't taper back down. And they're still doing a schedule that is if they were building up their business and their business may be large now and they may be juggling a lot of things. And so the best way to prevent yourself from burning out is to take your foot off the throttle when you need to and don't overdo it. Again, hard to do when you're first starting and you're trying to get accounts. But once you're more established, you're going to have to start cutting here and there. And that's why I always talk about being like more of a niche service and not doing everything. So you may start out doing everything you can to get money, acid washes, green pool cleanups, cleanups, anything that is going to make money, installations, things of that nature, and then you're building a weekly service. But once you get established, you can't really do all of those things, especially if you're just a single polar, someone working by themselves. And so you may want to refer the acid washes out to someone else. And once you get fairly established, you may not want to do green pool cleanups anymore and let someone else take care of those, someone who's starting out can do the green pool cleanups, and you're just going to be maintaining the pools you have and maybe getting one or two service accounts every month to build on that. You just can't keep all the plates spinning and prevent burnout if you're doing all of this and trying to maintain your pool route. So you may want to focus on that and not overdo it. I think the weekly service is your bread and butter for most people, and that should be your main focus to maintain those accounts and to, and to get more service accounts. So taper down when you can at that point. Another thing you can do is go to a four-day work week. Now, this is ideal. A lot of people love the four-day work week. They'll work either Tuesday through Friday or Monday through Thursday. That leaves you an extra day open to take off if you want to do a three-day weekend or if you want to do repairs on that day or maybe an acid wash or green pool cleanup on the day that you're open. You can definitely work that. And so this makes it a lot easier. Now, when I say four days a week, I'm not saying you're working like 12 hours a day still on those four days. You're working a normal 
full service route those days and then you have an extra day off. And this really does go a long way in preventing burnout because you have three days off. Technically, you could take three days off if you wanted to, if not two days for sure. But if you're working six days a week, it's going to really catch up to you and you're going to be burned out, burned out pretty quickly. And so if you can go to a four day work week, and this can be done in a lot of cases fairly easily. You know, if you have a light day of maybe 10 pools, you may want to move them out during the week that we have one day that's free and work maybe an extra hour the other days. And that still gives you those three days off. So the goal of you getting into the pool industry in the first place was to kind of recover some of the lost time you had from your other industry. There's one of my members who was a car dealer and you know, he, he worked in the car dealership selling cars and he would work every weekend. He would work all through the evenings. He would miss every event his kids had because he was out working selling cars. So your goal, of course, getting into pool service is to recapture some of that time so you have time to spend with your family and do your hobbies and not overdo it with work. So that's something that I think you may want to consider if you're looking at your, your pool route and you can see that you have a light day that you can actually spread out to other days. Why not go to a four-day work week and give yourself that extra day off to kind of prevent feeling overworked? And I mentioned that once you are established, you want to taper off a little bit and not do as many things. And you certainly don't want to work on the weekends. Maybe for a rare exception, if someone's having a party and they call you to go over there Saturday morning to clean the pool, that's fine. But you really want to have at least two dedicated days off in a row, Saturday and Sunday preferably. And that way you don't feel like you're working a corporate job still, that you're you're working a job where you have at least two dedicated days off. So if you can't do a four-day work week, at least maintain a five-day work week and make it a real habit not to work on the weekends because you really need that time to unwind and and to kind of get back and kind of, you know, not think about work on those days, but just relax so that come Monday morning or if you work four days a week, come Tuesday morning, you're fresh to go and get out there and service those pools or do repairs, whatever you have to do. You can kind of feel yourself burning out because you're not motivated to get up in the morning and you feel like you don't really want to get out there. You're not, you don't go the extra mile anymore at the customer's house. And this is all signs that you are just overdoing it. And you may want to look at your schedule and look at how you do things and where you can cut services that you aren't, that aren't really necessary at this point. Again, start with the jobs that take a lot of time, like green pool cleanups, maybe some installs that you could pass on to someone else that would take hours to do. And of course, acid washes are, are in that category as well. Another thing that I always suggest doing is to utilize some of your free time to serve in your community. This can be anything if you go to if you have a church you you go to, you can serve at the church. Something that's gonna give some of your time back to your local community. This really helps you in, in a couple of ways because you're feeling that you're a help to others and you're not getting anything monetary from this. So it kind of fills up the part of you that's kind of spiritual and it, you need that also to be, to be recharged. So helping other people is a great way to feel more valued and it really helps you to fill a need that you have that we all have to be helpful. And I really think community service is a way to kind of recharge yourself by helping others. It takes your mind off yourself, your problems and the things you're dealing with. And you focus on someone else for a while, at least for an hour or two sometimes. And that really helps you focus, refocus yourself on your problems. And you may be in a position to where you're helping someone and you're realizing that, man, they have it really bad. I'm actually doing pretty good. So I have nothing to complain about. That's kind of 
one way to look at things sometimes. The other way to look at it is that you're helping people in need that they wouldn't be able to do certain things without your help and you're there to assist them. There's a lot of different ministries out there and a lot of different community services you can get involved in. And I highly recommend that. One thing you may not want to do, which is what I do, is I serve on my HOA board as president, 110 homes in my community. And so I've been doing this probably for four years or close to five years now. And it's very challenging dealing with the things that happen in my neighborhood. But it's one of the things that I feel called to do. I, I kind of have the background in property management. So I think that's one way to help out. And I also help out in my church. I run a youth group, uh, a small youth group for the church. So things like that. And of course, I also run my son's youth symphony orchestra. So don't overdo it with the community service, but you definitely want to get involved in some way to kind of, again, take your mind off your problems and to use some of your skills to give back to those around you that wouldn't be able to do things or can't do things without help from others. And here's a big one that I think is going to help a lot of people. And this is have a goal that you're focused on. I think if you're not focused on a goal, you're not going to be successful in anything you do. And certainly you're not going to be motivated to go out there and work if you don't have a goal. And I think setting achievable goals is really important also. you If you set things that are unachievable or put the bar too high, then you're not going to be able to reach those goals and you'll be discouraged in a different area by not being able to fulfill the goals that you set for yourself. I think easily you can set business goals. If you are just starting out, you have 40 accounts. You can say, by next summer, I want to have 65 accounts. That's pretty doable, about two accounts per month until that time. And I think during the busy season, you're probably going to get more than that. So that's an achievable goal. Once you reach that goal, you can set the next goal, which is maybe you get 80 accounts. Once you get to that goal, you can set another goal, say you want to pay off all of your work vehicles. You could pay those off in your personal vehicles or your credit card debt. And then you can keep adding goals on top of that. Once you reach those goals, you can maybe have a goal to save up a down payment to buy a house or to save up a down payment to buy an investment property. But if you have those goals in mind and you set those goals and once you achieve one goal and then set another goal, it's going to be really motivating for you to get up and get out there in the morning and go to work and really do the things that become very repetitive and can be, you know, something that needs motivation to get out there and do, especially when it's hot in the summer or when it's windy or just when things aren't going perfectly right out there. You have these goals set to get yourself through that. And I think writing them down is important. Of course, having your spouse on board to achieve the goals is equally important. But I think goal setting does go a long way, especially in our business where it is very repetitive and it's something that you're dealing with the elements out there and you have to have kind of an extra effort sometimes to get out there and go to work. Having those goals and achieving them and then setting the next goal is really important to motivate yourself to really get out there and really work it. Another aspect, and I did mention that there's a spiritual part of you that needs to be fulfilled. And this sometimes is something that you don't realize when you're out there working by yourself and you're not talking to anybody. And don't get me wrong, I don't really appreciate the customers coming out there and chatting with me, especially when I'm busy or it's hot out. But there is something to be said with the fact that it is a pretty lonely job out there when you do pool service, especially if you work by yourself. You're out there. You don't really talk to anyone for sometimes hours on end. 
And this is something psychologically that does affect some people. I had someone who bought a, a pool service route in Florida, and he worked in a jewelry store with several people selling jewelry, and he decided to go out on his own. And so he purchased a pool route, and he joined my group, and then he started talking to me. And, and the first thing, the first conversation was, you know, kind of how to build up the route and things like that, typical stuff. And then I noticed a few months passed, and some of the conversations were getting into where, like, hey, how do you um, deal with being lonely out there? You know, there's no one to talk to. And then I asked him, have you, you know, talked to anyone about this problem that you're you're feeling, you know, very lonely and, and depressed? He goes, yeah, I talked to my wife because I'm not used to working out there on my own. I was always working in a store with a bunch of people. And it turned out that he just couldn't work out there because he wasn't used to it. He couldn't get, kind of get that kind of loner mentality and there's a lot of things you can, of course, do to fill your time out there. You can listen to podcasts like this one here. There's a bunch of other podcasts you can also tune in and listen to. And you can text people. You can call. You can talk to your wife and your Bluetooth while you're out there. You just don't want to overdo it. When a customer is there, you don't want to be chatting away. I had a customer tell me one time that um, his neighbor wanted to replace the pool guy because he'd be out there just talking really loudly in, in Spanish to whoever on the phone. Every time it was there, he was just gabbing away and it just got really annoying. So you don't want to be an annoyance. But then again, you also want to stay connected. And so he eventually just gave up the pool route, went back to the jewelry business because he really couldn't handle that aspect of it. So there is that aspect of you're out there and you're kind of a lone wolf. And this is something that you have to get used to. If you're not used to being on your own all the time, then maybe have someone work with you. You can have someone you partner with and they can ride along with you. Doing the pools with two people is really, really fun. And you get through the pools quickly. One person can be skimming while you're getting the other things going. You could be cleaning the filter, whatever you need to do to maximize the time with two people. There's a lot of advantages to being in tandem with somebody because then you, of course, have someone to talk to all day. And you actually get through the pools faster. So it might be an option for you if you find that you need someone with you. And being a loner out there is not something you're cut out for. Because there is something with being isolated out there that can add to depression. Especially if you suffer from depression to begin with or have a tendency to be um, down. This could be a contributing factor to that. So don't overestimate these aspects you know the fact that if you're out there and you're starting to feel a little depressed it could be that you just need to start talking to people of course join a group have some friends have some other way to get filled when you're not at work is a good, great way to prevent that but look at that also as something that you may not have looked at before and as something that could be affecting you that you haven't really you know dug deep into the fact that you're out there by yourself and you kind of need that community sometimes when you're out there at work. I personally don't have this problem. I just love being out there alone. And I just like the peace of it. And, you know, listen, I don't really listen to much out there. Uh, I just like hearing nature, you know, hearing the birds chirping by the pool. And to me, it's the best thing in the world working by myself. But it's not for everyone again. So keep that in mind. So I think there's a lot of things you can do to prevent burnout. I think your schedule is the number one problem and for most people. And if you can get to that golden four-day work week, I think it's going to go a long way in preventing burnout. With that said, you want to take vacations. And if you look at the calendar, there's usually extra days. Like in May, there's two extra. There's actually one extra Monday, 
Tuesday and Wednesday. That means that there's five Mondays, five Tuesdays, and five Wednesdays this month, which is a little unusual to have that many next to each other. But since you're going to do monthly service, you're going to charge the customer for technically a month, which is four weeks. You have that extra day of service that you don't charge for. And that happens at least four times a year on a calendar for that day. And therefore, you're going to have four weeks of vacation. I'm not sure if I said that correctly, but you're going to have that extra day that's going to equal at least one month of the calendar year. And that means that you can take one month off. Not, of course, at the same time, your pools would look terrible, but you could take a week off. Definitely, I, I would recommend taking the week off between New Year's and Christmas and New Year's. I said that backwards. So depending on when Christmas falls, this year is going to be on a Monday. So you'll probably take that weekend and then that whole week and then the following. And sometimes you'll have to go to work on New Year's Day, depending on the calendar or you want to stack the pools. You don't want to miss three weeks on, on certain pools. But you want to take that week off and you'll figure that out when you see the calendar. Then another solid week somewhere for vacation, usually October or February. Nothing really in the summer unless you're really daring and want to take that chance. And then you have days here and there that you can take off. If your son has a little league game you want to get to, take that day off. Or if you have to go to a school for a conference. Or if you just want to take the day off and have a three-day weekend. If you're not working a four-day work week, that is. You could do that also. So with that said, with the four-day work week and with that one month off, I think it's really important that you realize that time and working, overworking is a big factor in burnout. And so, you know, utilize your schedule, utilize those days off to prevent it. If you feel like you need some more time off, definitely don't take on the extra work. You know, you know your budget, you know where your goal, where your goals are, your business, and just don't overdo it. You don't have to take every job that's offered to you. And you certainly don't need to take on more accounts than you can handle because eventually you're going to get burned out and your work's going to suffer your business reputation will suffer, and then you're not going to like doing pool service at some point because of these factors that are definitely preventable. So take my word for it. You definitely can prevent burnout and take those steps that I outlined here to start doing that today. If you're looking for other podcasts I've recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon, and that'll take you to other podcasts I've recorded. If you're interested in the coaching program that I offer, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's get skimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.